want a car. Chicks dig the car. This is why Superman works alone. Good to see you all among the living. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Talon Mix. It's normally a Smallville recap podcast, but you are now in our Batman movie recap season. Uh, I think, Zach, hear me out. I think we should have a new little intro for this little scene. I think it should be some equivalent of like, I'm Brian. I was going to say, no, 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 not Smallville. That's it. Beautiful. Amazing. <laughs> Wonderful work. <laughs> um, look, here's here's what's up. We're uh we're not abandoning Smallville. We're just taking a little break. We did five fucking seasons in what, three years? Mm-hmm. Uh it's yeah, like two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. That's that's a lot of Smallville. Are you watching one episode of that a week for two and a half years? It's this is way better than taking a break. Then, like, just, oh, let's not do the show for a little while. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no. We still want to hang out and complain about superheroes. Right. We're just changing the superhero. Just changing the superhero. And probably complaining a little less. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we are going to be... The thing is, Smallville, uh, like every TV show, at least from that era, pretty repetitive. Yep. We're we're in a repetitive hole on it where I don't have a ton to yes. say. Right. Um so we're we're gonna have less complaining probably because we're uh, we we've got films by drastically different filmmakers. All what about the same sp- character. What a spread. <laughs> it, it, it really honestly Batman is an embarrassment of riches uh in the film world. Truly. True. Lee, I'm so I'm so excited to be spending the next like three ish months talking about these. I mean, does any other fictional character have a higher batting average in movies? Batting average is interesting. No, no. I mean, like most of the James Bond movies aren't great in the year of our no, no, no. Bond is like Like, Bond is like thirty percent or something. I watched all those movies. Like he's like thirty percent. Good. Yeah, right, um, right. You know, they're all f- f- watchable. They're right, all fun. Right. But, like, in terms of actual good, right. Batman's like 65. It's, 70%? and even the bad ones are pretty fun. Like, there's, yeah, there's only one, in my opinion, true stinker. And I, are we, th- um, we're talking about the same movie, yeah, Brian. Yeah, it's yeah, maybe yeah. the last one we, no, second to last one we watch. Are we God? Where are we f- doing? Are we doing Justice League? Is this is the question? Oh, we will have to do Justice. We have to do Justice. We have to like close it out, right? <laughs> right. I thought Batman v Superman was closing it out, but yeah, but- got it. I I I thought you were going to like Batman and Robin, and like I oh, no no enjoy that I movie very much. I don't think that's the worst one. No. I would rather watch that than Batman v Superman any any day any day. <laughs> Batman and Robin is uh, in deep conversation with the movie we're going to talk about today. Deep conversation doesn't. It's not good. It's. I don't think either of us would argue it's a good <laughs> no, movie. No, 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 it no. does not nail what it is going for, uh, no. but it's going for something, and that's fun. You know, it's interesting. We'll get into this when we do the Burton movie. Uh, the whole the big thing when that movie came out was that oh, it's dark and it's not going to be campy like the 
60s TV show. And after watching this, all four of those Burton and Schumacher movies are in conversation with this TV show. Absolutely. I this is such a fun one to start with. It's I think it's a I'm so glad it exists, even if it wasn't like pretty fun. It's a pretty fun movie. Uh, Even if it wasn't, it's got so many characters we're going to see multiple times throughout the films we got coming up. It's a great amalgamation, I think, of the comics that lead up to this point that are going to it is the basest interpretation of the comics at the time and right. that which is so funny because it was so criticized for its campy tone um more of this series than this movie specifically uh batman fans at the time did not like it i remember um you're like bat shark repellent no batman is supposed to be <laughs> boring and mean <laughs> Well, you know what's what's funny about that? Growing up, uh, you know, my I grew up with the Burton movie, obviously, and then the animated series. I always thought the complaint about the '60s TV show was that it was corny, it was cheesy, like unintentionally so. Now, as an adult, I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh no. They're making fun of Batman. Yeah, yeah. And sixties culture and like yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. But it's almost like a Paul Verhoeven esque, like Yeah. We're doing this totally straight faced. Yeah. But we it clearly they're making fun of it, which m- makes me understand why if I was someone who took uh, the comic character really seriously, uh I would be upset that they right. are just mocking this character it's there's some quote i think glenn weldon maybe uses it in uh his book the caped crusade uh which i think i will be referencing a lot through uh the 24 hours of conversation we're about to have um but uh it talks about like a, a young boy or when he was young watching the 60s tv show with his parents and his parents were laughing they were laughing at batman <laughs> <laughs> just little eight-year-old nerd rage of like how dare they <laughs> right this is serious well that's the that's the brilliance of the show is the comedy is for the grown-ups right and you know the a little kid can watch that i mean that's like a saturday morning cartoon basically the same same shit a million percent uh i will yeah. get all into the history of that i'm excited to go oh, yeah it. um but uh real fast before we get properly into batman i need to address something that uh has come up out in the outside world, in the internet realm of our listeners, we have... Yeah, Smallville is about to uh, crash this Batman party. Yes. <laughs> Smallville's not dead yet. Its hand has risen from the grave. Uh, I, a couple of weeks ago, threw out there, if someone in the Discord posted, I want a Wheat Boy t-shirt, we would commission a single, one-of-a-kind Wheat Boy t-shirt and send it anywhere in the world with a promise... That this person would wear it. Our good friend Draz, who's been around since the, of course, someone in fucking Australia. Of course. <laughs> the shipping is going to be. Of course. Uh, <laughs> join the fucking Patreon, please. <laughs> not really, not really, but. Um, so, uh, Draz has 
posted in the Discord, I want the Weep Boy shirt, which means we got to make her a Weep Boy shirt and send it oh, to Australia. Um, well, now here's here's my question. Yeah. Is Draz, you know, we don't have to see your face if you're not comfortable, but we do need a picture of you wearing the shirt. We do. In public. A million percent in, in public. public. You are correct. <laughs> Yes, that's part of the deal. Yes, that was that was in the fine print of the offer. <laughs> so, uh, now we get to step two, which is we need to design this t-shirt. Um, if anyone out there, I'm going to give, I think this is fair, give it time to settle, give people time to listen on their own time. Three weeks from this episode being posted, if anyone out there listening is a designer uh, you're is interested in designing a wheat boy t-shirt uh get in touch with me i, I i'm willing to pay for it but the budget's pretty low <laughs> so, yes and if um, if no one applies then we're just going to go to chat gpt and it's, gonna make, then uh, it's going to be so, you know, it's, maybe maybe we'll we'll see some options in fiverr maybe i can talk to some friends but if you're like fuck it i want to make a once again there will be one of these this will not be for <laughs> sale for anyone no. this is just a stupid dumb thing we shouldn't do <laughs> um uh, I do have just a couple notes for whoever does end up designing. Mm. I'm like, I want you. There's a lot of leeway here. Go crazy with the wheat boy, right? He's made of wheat. He's a boy. Mm -hmm. Besides that, go crazy. My one note is that he should look sad. Right? He's not Wee stoked about sad. being Weep Boy. No, Weep Boy is sad. There's look no benefits sad. to being Weep Boy. <laughs> He doesn't have to be crying, but like he's bummed. There is a he's melancholy bummed. to Wheat Boy. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be necessarily the. I, I like to give him a distressed sort of like. No. I was gonna say, yeah. should we have a ta his tagline on there? Just no. Should be on the shirt. I think. <laughs> I think we got to leave. I, you know, I think we can have, a, I think we can come up with ideas, but ultimately right, it's on the designer right. to like uh, take their my, route with it. My one request is that he looks kind of sad. That's yes. It. That's, I just really think that's important. Now, should the back of the shirt have, this is, <laughs> in, like, long this is Weep Boy. A guy two guys joke about in their dumb little Smallville podcast. I listen to it every week and then a bar and like a, a QR code to scan to the podcast. <laughs> or does that fuck with the integrity of the shirt? Should it just be Weep Boy? And that's on Draz now to explain when she wears it in public. <laughs> I mean, you could just have the QR code on the you back. Could just, and then it's a mystery. Like, and then it's a mystery. What, the, what is this about? Could you imagine if you just found out it was a podcast? <laughs> But then you, yeah, and not you like one of the good up, ones. You have people walking up to Draz in the street, like scanning her shirt. That's not that's not a great that's option. That's not great. That's not great. Um, look, there's a lot of there's a lot of potential ways we can go with this. Also, Draz, if you have any ideas, may, no, 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 no. I take that. No, no, back. no, no. That's no, not no, part no, of the deal. Not part of the deal. <laughs> no, you're getting the shirt. That's what you're getting. Uh, so if you are interested in designing the shirt, hey, get in touch. We have a Discord. There's a link in the description uh, to all of our socials, including our Discord. Say, hey, I would maybe like to design this shirt. We can talk once again. I, we can potentially pay you something not a lot because this is a dumb bit and nobody's there's <laughs> we, not zero dollars. We will not be capitalizing upon your uh, uh, 
artistic creation, if that is any... <laughs> Once again, one single t-shirt with a fictional yes. character that we have come up with on our Dumb Smallville podcast to be it sent... a non-profit <laughs> endeavor. <laughs> to be sent to a nice woman in Australia who's been listening to the show for a very long time. <laughs> It does not watch small and does not watch small. One of the 30. One of the 30. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So we watched Batman 1966. I've always thought considered it Batman the movie. Isn't that what it's called? On Letterboxd, it is only listed as Batman. I've also on IMDb, it is listed as Batman, Um, which is Hmm. interesting. Superman, I believe, is officially Superman the movie. When I looked up on um, the Fire Stick, mm. I, I looked up Batman the movie to get this one. But it, the posters just says Batman. That's true. Interesting. Was that, added, was that added later? Yeah, I don't to know. differentiate, maybe? Maybe. Um, I don't know. It is not the first time, believe it or not, uh, Batman was in movie theaters, even though it is the first theatrical film. Uh, What we, of course, will not be covering are the variety, I believe there are two or three major ones, Batman serials uh, that would uh, come out. And those were, serials were basically kind of TV shows before TV was a thing. Um, Yeah, not the cereal you can eat. That's a different thing. (laughs) Wouldn't that be something? I'm sure there'd have been Batman I mean, there probably... There was a Batman serial at one point, guaranteed. I'm sure we can find one of those on eBay and make a regretful decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, from the Burton movie, probably. Yeah, right. That's like... <laughs> um, so uh, these were basically a, a 20-minute little episodes that would air before a movie because you didn't have TV. You just went to the movies to fucking zone out for a little while. Um, I remember around Batman Begins coming out, they were, they somebody just put those out on a DVD and I got them and I watched all of them and did not have a good time. Uh, <laughs> was well, not can you like, describe them for us? Can we give us a little... It's, I mean, they're... Um, it's dopier than usual costumes batman's little count like ears don't stand up uh and it's a lot of like batman beats up a evil japanese scientist because it's the 1940s right yeah (laughs) Um, well you know yeah fun fact though and this is uh something that i'm interested in getting into uh with the movies um is uh the bat cave makes its first appearance in one of these serials the bat cave is not an invention of the comics Um, oh the Batcave first appears in, I believe, that first serial, um, which is uh, kind of something I wanted to get into of. It's interesting how Batman, I feel like, doesn't have a canon in the way we typically think of these things. There's a lot of talk, I remember, specifically around the time the Nolan movies were coming out, and I think exists on the internet in some capacity, but how doing Batman right, and like how you have to do Batman right, you have to do it correctly. And I think my hypothesis going into this little series is there isn't doing Batman right. This is not wrong or right joel schumacher isn't wrong or right it's all to yes you could say uh the comics are the canonical text except they're not 
they were written by it's not the same as lord of the rings where there's a book right. and everything else is kind of but like there's ultimately the book and that's the work everything else is just kind of an iterative spin-off of the work um, well, also with a character like batman who's been around for what a hundred years something like that yeah um almost yeah yeah, been around a hundred years, and it's not like like Sherlock Holmes or something where it was just the one guy writing them. Right, right. You've had people writing it for that whole hundred years. Right. So how can you say there's one canon? I mean, they, no. they're all different people, contradictory. So the movies, in my opinion, are just a part of that. They're just another as much a part version. of that as anything else. As I mean, I, in yeah. in a lot of ways. I think, and this is overstating it a little bit, but like our our collective cultural consciousness makes up Batman, not any individual work. Almost kids in basements with action figures almost have as much of a say of who Batman is as any individual writer. Yeah, I mean, that's that's who's making the movies and stuff now. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> right? Um, and I think that's interesting. I, I think, uh, I don't know if there are a lot of characters I like mean, that that are this popular. I did a little boning up on Wikipedia for, about the show for for this episode. Mm. And I, I found out that Barbara Gordon or uh, Batgirl was basically an invention of the show. Yes, they had asked I mean, the comics to like, introduce a character we can then put in the show to boost ratings a little bit right yeah yeah i mean yeah so i 100 percent agree with your hypothesis um about this character yeah i'm looking forward to uh getting into it so it's uh god where do we start we have to we have to talk about the history of the tv show because it's so linked with this movie it's uh it's the mid 60s and abc needs family-friendly programming. Uh, it's uh, Everything isn't as hyper-segmented as it is now. There's only three channels. Eight o'clock is coming around. You kind of need something everyone can watch together. Um, and uh, so ABC is looking for that, and they're turning to comics looking for something to adapt. Their number one draft pick, this is a reversal from kind of what we'll see later, is Superman. They want Superman. <laughs> it's that's kind of the reverse Smallville. It's actually, you know, Smallville wanted to do Batman and then they couldn't get Batman. Right. Zack Snyder yeah. just wanted Batman and then Man of Steel <laughs> exactly. was the way to yeah. get Batman. Yeah, Everyone totally. just wants Batman now, but no. The ABC wanted Superman. <laughs> the way, 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 way more popular character, or at least recognized character. Um they're not and so when they couldn't get the rights to Superman were tied up with, uh, a, I forget the title of, but it was a, a 60s Superman musical that flopped really hard on Broadway. Um, so they couldn't get the rights to that. So they had it's to like, turn. Oh, it's just like the Spider-Man musical. Yes. Uh, there is a. Don't make superhero don't, musicals. Don't do it. There was an attempted Batman one of which. Oh, uh, well, we should talk about that. We're we, we have to talk about that. We'll okay, have to talk sorry. about that. Um, but um, maybe we'll do a superhero musical <laughs> series. Um, Jim Steinman wrote the fucking music, dude. It's all meatloaf, man. 
Yeah, I remember you showed it to me when we were in college. It's good as hell. You're I didn't wrong. know that that there were music. There was music out there for it. I knew that they were talking about yeah. making one. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Oh man, they're just demos. To be clear, uh, yeah. to people listening, but uh, it's not like fully produced. It's like just like these are. This is what the Batman musical could sound like, um, and it's wild, guys. <laughs> um. So, uh, they can't get Superman, so they turn to number two, Dick Tracy. <laughs> uh, they actually could have gotten Dick Tracy if they want. I believe what I read is that the rights holders were kind of strict on how they wanted Dick Tracy to be presented, and it just kind of wasn't worth it. Which led to number three, which was finally Batman. The most popular comic book you- character of all time was number three. <laughs> That's amazing that Dick Tracy had such a cachet back then. I mean, right. it's not. I guess it makes sense, but uh, like if they made a Dick Tracy movie today, I don't think it would be a big deal. They made it after Batman, hoping to capture that, and it wasn't a big right. deal. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, no, if they were. It was, if they were to announce a Dick Tracy movie, unless someone really interesting was behind it and like really passionate about it, it was like, oh, wow, we're really going deep to the well, huh? <laughs> we're really like if, out of ideas. After after we do all of Batman and then we get back to Smallville and then we get sick of it again, we should do all the 90s superhero Batman knockoff movies. Yeah, the Phantom. <laughs> the Phantom. The Shadow. The yes, fucking Shadow, dude. Yes. <laughs> Um, I don't. I I've never seen the shadow. I've seen Dick Tracy. Oh, I've seen the Phantom. What a great I've never seen the shadow. Double feature with the sh- the Phantom or either of those movies would be the shadow. Just a terrible Just triple like, feature. <laughs> no, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> um. So sorry. Just looking here. Um. They got Batman. Or they got Batman. It's time to start moving on Batman. William Dozer is the creator of the show. He developed it. He was not super familiar with Batman. Uh, So the story goes, he just went and he just bought a bunch of Batman books and just kind of reversed engineered it from there. That's where... um, I think I'd push back a little bit. They're not quite making fun of Batman. I don't think it's fully like a Batman parody as much as it's like, look, we made the fucking comic book, you... You idiots like that's it that's what a comic book is <laughs> and right i do think there i do think there's an element of this is a comic book like this is stupid this is stupid they definitely think this, this is, is stupid, stupid. <laughs> for sure <laughs> not in a mean way not in a right. mean way right um so we we talked about kind of fans of the show people who took or fans of batman or comic book fans who took this very seriously which i think i I have trouble imagining that being that big of a movement. I think it's just one weird kid. Um, <laughs> um, but um, the show was a hit. Huge hit. Um, on two nights a week. Because you imagine that now. Like a, a show yeah. on ABC well, they, at 8 o'clock. It was going to be an hour, and then they split it into Got two it. half hours. Got it. Got it. That's what I that. read. That makes so sense. So it was like the, the first half, one night, and then it was a cliffhanger. And then they came back a couple nights later to see the got the it, which is funny how this is very um, based on those old adventure serials, um, 
which it's funny how much of a stranglehold those held on pop culture, I think, of uh, how much people missed these things that just kind of went away when television yeah. came along. Star Wars is those. Raiders <laughs> um, of the Lost Ark. Yes. Um, it's, you know what's uh, funny is when they were getting ready to make... I think it was Raiders, but maybe it was Star Wars. They watched a bunch of the old ones and serials. Yeah. And they were like, oh, these aren't these aren't very good. No, they're not. (laughs) It's just the memories of them, you know, that they're based off of. Right. I wonder I wonder what the equivalent thing uh, is that we will miss that will be the old stodgy fucks like like, oh, man, it was good when it were the and they probably weren't that good. Uh, It'll probably just be art. (laughs) Right. (laughs) um so the uh the show's a big time success it it was only three seasons it's 120 episodes uh fun fact it had the record uh for in terms of episodes longest running superhero tv show until smallville uh which would cap it in season five number of episodes you said 140 episodes 120 120, yeah, so Smallville Smallville had just a little over 200, yeah, like 215, something like that. Yeah, I don't know if anything has topped its, I don't think so. Um, No, what Green Arrow was, or Arrow was like seven seasons or something like that. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, Funny, funny that it's it's just always funny to see little connections still. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So... um, Moving on, it's uh, initially the idea, the hope from Dozer, I believe, was to begin with a movie. And then the movie would generate interest in the TV show. 20th Century Fox, who had the rights to Batman, which is a funny, not anymore. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, They were not. Yeah, thank God. If they did, Disney would have it now. Right. Which Batman would be fighting Iron Man or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Um, So um, what uh, 20th Century Fox was not interested in starting with a movie because they would have to pay for the whole movie. Uh, They were able to split the cost with a couple of different people for the TV show. And they were like, nope, just the TV show is fine. I believe also the pilot was a disaster. It was like a it was a very expensive pilot. Uh, test audiences hated it. And Dozer has said if they had not already committed to the season, show wouldn't hit the air. Uh, wow. And then for some reason, it just it it was kind of weird. It was funny. Um little against the grain, little irreverent while still being very safe children's programming. Um, it was a huge, huge, huge hit. Um, it's it's pretty amazing to think about it now that the first Batman TV show, like the big hit that put it on the map was a comedy. It's a half hour. Yeah. It's a comedy. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And it was bright colors and kind of weird and very pun centric. Um, But you had celebrities banging down the door to like cameo on this show that people were watching, Um, which is now it's funny. Superheroes just kind of being regulated to like niche television like they're on the CW, you know, Um, (laughs) 
Uh, and it's funny, it was just such a, a global juggernaut smash. Uh, so they went back to the movie well. Season one. Season one, they were like, all right, fuck. We have this huge hit. It's going to be a while before season two. Let's get a movie going to come out in between the seasons. Uh, but is that like 50 episodes <laughs> one season? Yeah, right, like, right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so they get so they make the movie happen. And uh, the movie is it costs about a million dollars, which is about 10 million in 1966 money, which is about the average. It's a little below average. Um, and then it only did OK. I think it made its money back. It made a profit, but it didn't. It wasn't a smash hit or anything. Yeah, I think I saw it made uh, three million something. So like thirty million something. Right, money. was worth doing clearly, but we didn't exactly get a, a run of sequels of these characters. <laughs> um, anything? And I, I, you know, I can see why we'll get into it when we right. talk about the movie, but essentially, this is a. A concept that works really well as a half-hour TV show. Yes, this movie is yeah. borderline feels like a bunch of half-hour. Like, yeah, I it's mean, very it, episodic I, in its. They basically. I remember when I was a kid and I used to watch Batman on probably like Nick at Night or TV Land or whatever. When they played the movie, they just broke it up. It just it flows right in. I mean, right. it does. There's no discernible difference. Right, definitely. <laughs> it's that's the thing is uh, this. Um, the movie it's directed by gosh golly i have his name right here give me a moment uh leslie h martinson he's a he's a journeyman guy uh directed several episodes of the tv show um and it was they just they made a big slightly more expensive episode of the show and i I, i'd actually argue it's probably the best episode of the show i haven't seen i think you've seen more of the tv show than i have kind of same i'd watch it in syndication um i mean not since i was a kid right 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 right. yeah um but i think if someone was like um if someone just wanted a crash course in the tv show it's all here. It's all in this movie. <laughs> For sure. You have it. Aside from Batgirl, who yes. comes in season three to kind of try to pump it up and doesn't. They cancel it. Um, this is it. It's all here. All the villains are here. <laughs> you miss Vincent Price's egghead. <laughs> uh, but all the conventions are here. The whiz, bam, pow. And he also doesn't do the Batusi. That's it. That's all that's missing. I mean, and that's, you know, I'm getting a little ahead of the curve here, but in this movie is Catwoman, Joker, Riddler, and Penguin as the villains. And when I was talking about the the four Burton and Schumacher movies being in conversation with this, it's those villains. Each one of those movie versions of these characters is is very inspired by yes extremely these performances yes in some way yes either either a reaction against or leaning into right i mean i do think most of them are are just taking a little bit of it you know these were people's understandings of these characters exactly right yeah that's the whole thing it's like this is this is what i think of when i think so you got to have a little bit of you know ah, ah, ah. right the, yes the, the penguin does that in the burton movies yes absolutely uh burgess meredith baby <laughs> <laughs> i just keep waiting for him to go get him rock <laughs> 
Those are the only two things I know Burgess Meredith from, which I'm sure he'd be stoked He's in a lot of Twilight Zone episodes. Oh, sure. I did know that. Um, So, I guess... Should we just get into the recap? Is it time? Yep, I think it's time. Uh, so, as uh, we're reading directly from Wikipedia, uh, as we always say when we talk about movies, uh, the Wikipedia summaries, as opposed to uh, the Smallville recaps, are a little broader. We tend to like it. We, I think we like filling in the gaps more than slogging through every minute detail. Um, what we don't have here uh, is, uh, gosh golly, in the opening sequence, I love it. There's a little like dedication to like lovers of adventure and enemies of crime. And I'm like, oh, it's so good. It's oh, already but, so but it's good. It's funny because it starts out kind of serious where you're like, right. oh, it's like law enforcement or something like that. And then it gets more absurd. They show more text. Yes. <laughs> I think I think one, it's a, it's a three beat. It's a three beat. If we've left out any lovers, of- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved it. Great. Um, I it's such a fun like. Okay, it's a an immediate. This is a comedy. It's going to be funny. It's about adventure havers, which it's. I don't typically think of Batman as like an adventure guy but of course he is he's in stupid fucking tights going around punching bank robbers that's an adventure haver it's Errol Flynn it's Robin Hood you know right yeah um but uh we get a uh very very 60s uh little opening segment here with its own little narrative uh you know we uh we see uh, you know, Batman comes up in blue, you know, Adam West as, and he steps out of an alley. <laughs> uh, yes. Burt Ward as Robin does a little like f- punch to his fist. Uh, and we get, uh, you know, Batman and Robin as the credits go, like tracking it. It's very Pink Panthery in a way, a less good Pink Panther opening, you know? <laughs> Um, yeah, it's the it's the spot, the searchlight, right? Yes. It's on people in yes. like an alley or something. Yeah. Right. Um I, I am sure I've said this before. I'm sure we've talked about it. Bring back title sequences, man. Title sequences. Yes, we just talked about it recently. Right. Set the tone, baby. Set, Set the tone for your movie. I'm here. Set the tone. You're going to watch a movie. Welcome to the world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, reading from the Wikipedia. When Batman and Robin get a tip that Commodore Schmidlap. What a name. <laughs> <laughs> Commodore Schmidlap, owner of the Big Ben Distillery, is in danger aboard his yacht. They launch a rescue mission using the Batcopter. I love that Batman has to use the airport. Yeah. They're like, call the airport. <laughs> Tell him to get the Batcopter ready. <laughs> I also love just... Uh, I believe the narrator is creator William Dozer. Um uh, uncredited, uh, but it like I and on a, a peaceful afternoon drive, we have Adam yeah. West and Burt Ward just uh, Southern California. Yes, this is we'll see Gotham City through this series um, amalgamate several different cities, right? Uh, their vibe. This is the only one that goes through Los Angeles. <laughs> Right, yeah. Well, that's what they were filming. Yep. I don't think anyone else has chosen to interpret. I, interpret. I do think this is this is the only one where Gotham is not a character. You know, what I mean? like they're not trying to make any kind of state. No, you know, there's no. no aesthetic. It's to Gotham here. It's, it's California. Wherever we, yeah. yeah, wherever we can film. Right. Yeah. 
sunny California. <laughs> like, you never see sunlight in Gotham again after this movie. Right. <laughs> and I remember, like, being just a fucking little douchebag and being just like, why is Gotham City like this? Fucking relax. 2007, Brian. What the fuck is the matter with you? Go drink some Yoohoo and shut the fuck It's, I Go do drink think, your Capri Sun. I do think part of the frustrations um, of a certain interpretation of Batman was when that was the only interpretation of Batman. Sure. And this was going to be people's perception of Batman. Right. Whereas That's now fair. it's just like, there's no point of getting upset at any particular... It's like, fucking wait four years and we'll have... <laughs> right, yeah, we'll have a whole less. new fucking take. <laughs> Yeah, we have there. There are now. It's like Baskin and Robbins. Like you're good, <laughs> right? Which now they're out of they're out of mint chocolate chip. There's something else you'll like in here, right? Which makes it more, I think, e- or easier to appreciate these different little buckets of Batman. Yeah, totally. Um, I Until you get to the crap flavored ice cream that is Batman. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's people who like it, and that's that's fine. I'm that's glad that's fine. You're you're kind of dumb. <laughs> I will stand by that, Zach. You don't have to. Uh, that doesn't have to be gonna, the opinion of the show. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna have fun. I mean, Batman is not the weak link in that movie. That's for no. Sure. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, so I love that they built. They clearly built a functioning little Batman helicopter. That's amazing. <laughs> That's I mean, amazing to me. You on Letterbox said that, and then you were like, "Is this who has this? Is this still around?" Yeah. And my comment is, uh, "This is not. They didn't build a bat helicopter. They put wings on an existing helicopter. Maybe the wings exist. I think it's been painted. Brian. I think it's been painted." Uh- <laughs> I think they when they were done, they took the wings off, and then that helicopter went back in service. Fine, you are probably right. I lived in a magical world for a moment. I'm like, that's a fucking bad helicopter. What's up with that? I don't think wings are assisting the helicopter in any way. I am so charmed that they just put two guys in a helicopter and then fucking filmed them up in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> that would never happen. Surely, no. like the. The, I mean, because it don't make no sense, but like Nolan didn't make a fucking crazy Batman hovercraft. No, that was some CG miniature mixture. Uh, no one went into the sky in that thing. Fucking Batman no took one... to the skies. <laughs> in Dark Knight, they did try to get the film that hang gliding sequence for real, but then they couldn't figure out a way to do it. So. I, I believe and Nolan's better than most. It's just the way these things are. So th- that's a question that I have of with all these ballooning budgets, you know, Indiana Jones, I think, gets the gets the brunt of the conversation right now because it flopped so hard. This movie cost a million dollars, 10 million in 2024 money. Why are we doing everything so digitally and so fake and so artificial of like, is it so much cheaper to like actually do some of this stuff? 
Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I, there's probably a hundred different factors. One of them is I think it's easier to control from like a studio level. That's probably. true. That's true. You know, it's it's easier. It's you know, I just, some of it might just be laziness. It's but it looks bad. Yeah, this movie sure. doesn't look good, and it looks better than a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's really hard to capture images. Uh, in the real world, when on the day you're filming, get exactly what you want. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it's it's easier to tell yourself, I can just paint what I want in here, except for the paint looks like shit. It looks like shit. It's like That's okay, the it's um. I remember on the the commentary for Titanic, talking about there's this one shot of Kate Winslet on the on the deck of the ship, or I think it's the famous like them on the on the deck um yeah and it was like cameron saw the sky and was like this is it everyone there now like it was defcon 5 we're getting this shot now um uh, it's uh I, I winslet i think talks about uh like it was there was shouting five minutes later we were filming <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, love that and it's an amazing shot if Cameron could just make it happen in a computer, which he would now. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. It, and yeah. Avatar, av- both Avatar, you know, Avatar, the latest one looks better than most stuff. Still right, don't no, look those, as good as that shot in Titanic. No, agreed. Agreed. I mean, he's he's an interesting example because his CGI stuff is really like the top. But it's the best it can does, be. Right. It still doesn't look as good as. No. As good as that shot in Titanic or frankly uh anything in Jurassic Park because yeah. it's all real it's all real except for the dinosaur. Right. Right. The thing Whereas that don't now, exist and can only be done this way. <laughs> now it would be like it would be like the people are real and there's some trees. <laughs> right. But then everything is color corrected to where it looks fake. Right. And then <laughs> right. Just, right. Oh. right. And I'm not I'm less mad at it on like a fucking Star Wars TV show. I understand it's a fucking TV show and you got to do what you got to do. But like, can we expect more from our fucking movies, man? Can they yes, look good? Agreed. <laughs> you know? With the Star Wars TV show. Like they look really good for TV shows. The only thing that annoyed me, and I think you, is everyone's like, "Oh, now they can do movie quality stuff on TV," and it's like, "No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. It's <laughs> no, not it's movie not. quality. It's not. It's really good. It's way better than anything on TV before, but it's not." Obi Wan Obi Wan Kenobi does not look like a movie. Sorry. No. 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 <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> no it does not uh shut up it does not um okay so batman descends on the bat ladder thank you thank you for including that wikipedia <laughs> i believe the um it's i i was looking for clips of uh to uh bring up during the recap but like so many of the things are like visual gags it's all it's, visual yeah it's um, all visual maybe like the when they're doing the riddles was like the only thing that... i do have that one or no sorry yes. not the riddles I, I have i don't have the riddles i have the the four uh we'll get to it it's coming up yeah, yeah. <laughs> um um but yeah, the, the the ladder unfurls from the helicopter and it says bat ladder at the bottom. Uh, very good. It's great. Um, it descends on the bat ladder to land on the yacht. It suddenly vanishes beneath them, beneath him. Um, 
So he rises out of the sea with a shark attacking his leg. This movie gets started fucking immediately. Did you <laughs> know that that's no a real fuck. shark, Brian? That's a uh, bitch. <laughs> it's a robot shark. <laughs> <laughs> Is it even a robot? It's just it's it's just a rubber shark. In our yeah For no it is, <laughs> no it is a uh, we're ten years away from Jaws. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, in the fiction, I believe it is literally a robot shark because it will, of course, right. explode. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was because yeah. they don't explain that until later. And I was right. like, did that shark just explode when it hit the water? <laughs> Although, Brian, later, a guy explodes when he hits the water. No, he was thrown into the arms of penguins exploding octopus. The Riddler explains this, Zach. <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> Which is well, so fucking funny. The Riddler <laughs> mentions that, like, okay, because they're gonna they're gonna get Batman into it. Of like, this this thing is gonna launch. Red is gonna launch him. Yeah. And then Riddler's like, right into the arms of penguins, exploding octopus. Gotcha. So then, what we see okay. later <laughs> is a guy getting sprung out of the ship and then no. hits the water and explodes. <laughs> Not a guy, a dummy. It's yeah. the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> I mean, if you can't see it, look it up on YouTube, listener. <laughs> the guy launching through the air—it's—it's it's, it's intentionally right. dummy looking. Right. Like it's funny as hell. Right. It's—if this isn't clear, it's the buzzword that it, it's camp. It is camp. It embraces artifice. It with a deadly seriousness. <laughs> um, uh, that's Adam a, West is is like Leslie Nielsen level in this. Fight. I think I think you could argue it paved the way for Leslie Nielsen for sure. Um, for sure. The uh, Dozer has uh, described uh, the show and West specifically as like he is delivering the goofiest shit with the severity and I quote of dropping the bomb on Hiroshima. Like <laughs> everything, which is like, crude, yes, but like it is like everything no, totally. is very serious. Even though like he looks like an idiot, <laughs> he's not, uh, and is saying very silly stuff. And that's where a lot of the comedy comes from. It's not a lot of like joke, 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 joke. It's just like what you said is no, stupid, no. and you look like you buy it. Uh, oh yeah, and it's real good. Um. So uh, he rises out of the sea with a shark attacking his leg after Batman dislodges it with the bat shark repellent, which I remember being something being like, uh, you thought that was right. a- <laughs> that, you know, that's a, it's funny. Cause that's the thing that people point to like the absurd thing from this movie. I don't think that's in the top 10 no. serious <laughs> shit in this Not movie. Not at all. I do like that Robin climbs down the ladder to give him the shark spray and then like instead of just handing it to him, he like hooks his legs into the ladder and yeah, goes right. upside down to give it to him. <laughs> so I would uh I would rent this movie constantly from Blockbuster when I was a kid. Uh to the point where my dad still, if you mention this movie, my dad would still go, I would have saved so much fucking money if I just bought that fucking tape. I should have just given the fucking guy like a hundred bucks a blockbuster. I should have just walked out with that fucking tape. <laughs> I had I had movies like that for yeah. sure. Yeah. I remember I have a core memory of being like, we're being a blockbuster, looking at my dad and be like you know what I want. And my dad's like, no, get anything else. 
anything else. I don't know why he cared, but it's like anything else. <laughs> it's not like he'd, I'd watch it like I'd watch it in like the playroom, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Over and over and it. over and over. Um so it's like it, he literally just pointed to like a Power Ranger tape of like episodes of Power Rangers. Like, no, you're getting this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I took it totally earnest. Nothing silly about it. No, nothing funny here. This is Batman, man. <laughs> no, I, did, I took the show that way too, for sure. Yeah, at that age. Yeah, this was as this was as legit to me as Batman the animated series. <laughs> Um, so Batman and Robin head back to Commissioner Gordon's office where they deduce that the tip was a setup by the United Underworld, a gathering of four of the most powerful villains in Gotham City. The Joker. Wait, is that, is that, is that before or after the press conference? The, this is after the <laughs> press conference, Zach. <laughs> Please, please tell me what you recall I about just, the press conference. I just love, love that there's a, like, af- afterwards, you know, it's the police and Batman and Robin, you know, answering questions from the, the press. Batman's like a politician. They're like, uh, well, you know, I, I reports said that the ship just disappeared. And Batman's like, uh, how could a ship disappear? <laughs> it's like, not answering, like, next question. Right, yes. I also love... Um, uh, someone being like, uh, so you guys are like vigilantes and Commissioner Gordon be like, excuse me, no, they are fully yeah. deputized agents of the yeah. law. Yeah. <laughs> I love Batman loves cops in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I love the idea of cops wearing masks. <laughs> <laughs> It's that's the uh, um, Miss Kitka, uh, a uh, reporter from I believe the Moscow Bugle was it, um, uh, who uh, looks an awful lot like Catwoman, uh, <laughs> who is not the Catwoman from the TV show. She was not available. Julie Newmar. Julie Newmar. She was not available. Uh, so. There was, uh, Lee Merriweather is that her name mm-hmm. uh, she takes over for this and then uh, Numar would return for season two of the TV show she's simply a placeholder uh, yeah. for not being available and then of course Eartha Kit will take over in uh, season three I, I love when so Catwoman as this reporter from Moscow comes up and is like you know can you take off your mask so I can take a picture and then I just love the reaction from Gor- Commissioner Gordon is like are you, like this? Obviously, this is our Batman. He doesn't take <laughs> off his mask. Like, don't you have a Batman? Don't you have a Batman in you Moscow? <laughs> they don't take their masks off. And it's great. idiot. It's great. It's. I can't believe I was such a fucking idiot. I couldn't see the obvious fucking winks. This show was. None of the actors are winking, and that's where. No, no, no. It, it was, no. Um. That's the Paul Verhoeven of it all, right? Right. The, you know, right. Just... <laughs> right. Um, you could be you you could be forgiven for thinking this was in earnest. Yes. Um, Patrick Willems talks about uh, this movie uh, and then compares it to Batman and Robin, which of course we will get into uh, in the future. Um, but mentions like George Clooney is winking the whole time, and that's the problem. Yes, um, um, uh, amongst amongst many problems. Many problems. Yeah, um, Zach, I have a clip here of uh, Batman Robin 
Commissioner Gordon and Chief O'Hara, a character, of course, we will have, we will see many times throughout this yeah, series. Yeah, I, 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 I can't wait. For, I, I love the Nolan version of O'Hara. Yeah, right. Very gritty. <laughs> um, this is where uh, they maybe determine who is behind this plot. This is my favorite scene in the movie. What known super criminals are at large just now? I'll check it once, Batman. Uh, Bonnie, let's have the latest status report on known super criminals still at large. Yes, sir. Thank you, Bonnie. Coming up, Batman, on the closed circuit TV screen. Come over here. <laughs> status report. Known super criminals not currently imprisoned. The Penguin. That pompous, waddling master of foul play, maestro of a million criminal umbrellas. The Joker. Devilish clown prince of crime. Or oh, if I only had a nickel for every time he's baffled us. <laughs> <laughs> what, the Riddler loose too? So it seems. Loose to plague us with his criminal conundrums. Gosh, and the Catwoman. End of status report. Could be any one of them, but which one? Wh- which ones? <sighs> Pretty fishy what happened to me on that ladder. You mean by there's a fish there could be a penguin? But wait, it happened at sea. See? Sea for Catwoman. <laughs> that exploding shark was pulling my leg. The Joker. It all adds up to a sinister riddle. Riddler. <laughs> O'Hara really has to take a leap there with what he got. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is is when they when they show each person on the closed circuit tv catwoman riddler penguin joker it's all pictures from the same living room for some reason yeah right they're, like, <laughs> they're all in the same room last time they were in arkham they also, yeah in the record they room. also yeah. glamour shots just for when we escape <laughs> no no put your costume on we want you to look like you're gonna look out there yeah right yeah, right right, right. this is no, trust me like batman needs this <laughs> <laughs> So dreadful, I scarcely dare give it utterance. The four of them, their forces combined. Holy nightmare, Batman, could it be? I don't know. But I think I know where to find a clue. Come on, Robin, to the Batcave. We haven't one moment to lose. So great. So great. So good. Uh, I have a question. What do you think? And the answer might just be, I don't know, coincidence, lucky happenstance. What do you think from that clip? What do you think it is about Commissioner Gordon that made him stick around more than, say, Chief O'Hara? It'll be a long time before anyone like explores him of like, hey, this like commissioner who relies on Batman. Like, I don't I don't think anybody really does until Frank Miller does in the 80s. Um, right. What, what was O'Hara even a? No, no. I believe that was an invention no. of the show. But like, it's functionally the same role as it right. easily could have been O'Hara. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that Batman Year One is really the the Gordon that we know today, right? Right. The, Absolutely. Um. So you know, it's uh, and that's you know reflected in Batman the Animated. So you're like, hey, yeah, this is probably an interesting guy. There's probably stories here, right? Um, right. Yeah. It seems like you know, it's uh, the Burton movies don't deal with him. That he's there. He's always there. 
<laughs> right. He's nothing in the Bird movies. Right. He's right. nothing. And subsequently the Schumacher. Um, and now he's a very major character. And that's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how that happens. Um, power of myth, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love it. Uh, I mean, that was one of the things I was the most excited about. I remember in the lead up to Batman Begins coming out, which we'll get into. But um, when they were releasing photos of the cast and they showed Gary Oldman and he had the mustache. He just he looks looked, straight out of Batman Year One. Right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it, baby. Right. We're doing it. Right. 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 Oh, everything about Batman Begins was exciting to me. Oh, my God. I was losing my fucking mind. Um. That'll be an interesting one to revisit. I haven't, I've watched it again a couple of years ago and I wasn't that into it. I wonder if I, I feel the same. I, I, yeah, I, 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 I like it more every time I watch it. So it'll be an interesting conversation. Interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. So the four criminals equip themselves with a dehydrator that can turn humans into dust. Uh, it's an invention of Schmidlaps, who is unaware that he has been kidnapped. Um, they escape in a war surplus pre-atomic submarine made to resemble a penguin and recruit pirate-themed henchmen. Oh, yeah. The henchmen of this movie are pirate-themed. <laughs> <laughs> they just are um i i love the penguin took the time to outfit the submarine to be penguin themed sure yeah yeah um my uh i lose track of the schmidlap element pretty quickly they have he invented the dehydrator or was just captain of the yacht that had it he doesn't know that he's been kidnapped it doesn't really play a role <laughs> Right, isn't he on like in just a warehouse somewhere? He thinks he's they on his ship. right. They're they're putting on an elaborate ruse to make him think he's still on the ship. Once again, it doesn't really go anywhere. Um, this script was written in ten days, and it shows. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, one of my favorite bits here when we see the uh, the the villains and their lair um, is that there is a shelf and each villain has their little shelf. (laughs) It's a locker room. Yeah. It's a locker room. They each have their own cubby. Right. (laughs) Just like there's one that's just jokes. (laughs) 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 There's fish food. It's good. It's good. It, it is a movie that feels like everyone on every level is having fun. Like set design was like, I don't know what would be fun. (laughs) I mean, Especially the people playing the villains are having a ball. They're yes. just like, let's go right. goof around. And that, like I'm saying, that is what carries over to the 80s and 90s movies is like the villains having fun. It's the villains I mean, have always been the star of the show for Batman. Uh, right. But if you go, when you go into the Nolan ones, I mean, there's still a little bit of it, but it's not as much like we're just having a ball. Like across the board, Joker, Catwoman, Riddler, Two Face. Like no matter how grim the character's supposed to right. be, they're just having fun. They're you know? just like, hamming it up. Um, yeah. There was a uh, there was a tweet from a while back. I do not remember who, um, but something like things went wrong when we started treating the Joker like it was Hamlet. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> That's the thing is. And we'll get into this. I, I, we'll just jump around. Who gives a fuck? I think I think Knight, this is our hypothesis episode. I think right. <laughs> the Dark Knight does not treat the Joker like Hamlet. He's still a 
goofy fucking yes. silly character. Very he's true. a lot scarier. He's a lot scarier than he ever was before. And he's doing a lot more damage. Right. But it's still we're still working in the same realm. Right. Right. It's it's but there still was like a mythos around Heath Ledger. Like, oh, he stay. He locked himself in a hotel right. room and like he wrote For journals, sure. um, which then I think it I think it formally solidified into fucking Jared Leto, who was acting crazy on set of Suicide Squad. Oh, he was. Be- oh, the character made him behave darkly. <laughs> How frustrating do you think it would be for for him when? <laughs> When he goes to see the movie after all that method acting and he's in it for three minutes. Seriously. <laughs> I have not seen that movie and I'm kind of good on that one. Oh, wait, you uh, haven't seen Suicide Squad? No, ever? I saw the James Gunn one. I didn't see the I didn't see the air. Oh, my gosh. Well, you just got to hold out until the air cut. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's what I'm waiting. That's have you, what no, I'm have waiting. you heard about that? I have heard that it's coming. It, is there more yeah, to he's, it? He's he's pushing for it. No, but I, it'll it. be a drastically different movie. Apparently, I mean, I the, the whole thing was like it was pretty cut to shit, right? It was, yeah. Well, they they brought in a movie trailer company to recut it, and so it Got plays it. like a new movie Got trailer it. starting every scene. God, the music it. cues are hilariously Got bad. Got it. Like think of the most cliche trailer music songs, and they just all pop up. Got it, got it, got it. It's the fact that Jared Leto's Joker shows up in Zack Snyder's Justice League (laughs) is a little like, yeah, this is where you all belong. (laughs) Do we make my brother Patrick watch Justice League and... And the Zack Snyder I, cut, he'd kill himself. Have to... He would commit suicide. <laughs> Maybe the the Whedon one is going to be like the easiest pill because it's only like an hour and forty minutes. It's, that just gets him. in and out, man. <laughs> like, yeah. No, but that's the thing. I don't think you let him off that easy. I think you make him watch both. I think Whedon and Patrick probably have similar feelings about yeah. <laughs> those movies. We'd say let's just make this an hour and forty minutes. I love the internet conversation around that movie. Like, oh, we not to not to give Whedon as a human being any credit. To be clear, but like, I love this conversation. Like, oh, the Whedon cut. Like, Whedon came in and ruined it, as if Joss Whedon was like, oh, this is my fucking. This, this is, is my good. Take. This is good. <laughs> yeah, he he came in to try to salvage an unshowable four and a half hour movie. They gave me a lot of money to get this down to 90 sensible fucking minutes. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Like whether you like the Snyder cut or not, that wasn't something they could show in theaters in a million fucking years. (laughs) And to be clear, if it wasn't 20 fucking 20 and we watched it all in our homes or 20, you know, pandemic lockdown and we were all desperate for new shit and if it wasn't fucking no one, no one would have had it like, I don't know. It was kind of fun. No one would have said that if they had had to watch it in a fucking theater. Right. And then you can't split it into two parts because there's no like cliffhanger in the middle. There's nothing. It's not there's like, nothing. It's, it's nothing. not like with Avengers Endgame or whatever, where the, the first one, everyone dies. Half right. the people die or whatever at the end. You know, this cliffhanger. Right. Right. And they even cut the part one, two out of that, which is. The move, which is always the move. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like Infinity War, but I like that it's its own bad movie sure. that I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, 
Fucking hell. Fucking hell. I'm so... God, we have to talk about fucking Rebel Moon soon. God fucking damn it. <laughs> right, I, I, every, every couple nights, I'll hammer another 10 minutes out. I'm like, Are you not done? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I, I can't. Life it's, is short, Brian. It's... it's <sighs> I was... I've actually learned, so I watched it stoned, right? And I've actually learned I'm less charitable to movies when I'm stoned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm even less, like, I, I don't get into the blitz like, oh, I don't know, man, I'm kind of, uh, no, I get more like, fucking bad, 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 bad. So I Dude, was just, I was transfixed by how much I was hating it. <laughs> like, I probably have more notes for that 40 minutes of that movie than I have for anything else we've done on this show. It's like, going to be. So, a... so we should talk about it, but it's going to be, it's, it'll be a, something. It'll be something. Okay. We are nowhere in this movie. <laughs> Batman and Robin learn that the yacht was really a holographic projection and return via bat boat. The bat boat theme is wildly good. <laughs> there's some wildly good music in this movie very 60s there's there's a moment i think that you just went over where they're in the bat cave and they're figuring it all out and he's like robin put the information into this computer and then he that burt ward like really needs to work on his type acting (laughs) he's just and it really felt like two kids on a playground pretending they were in the bat cave like that's exactly what it is. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, love it. Boop, 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 boop. Which typing not as common. Typing was a specialized no. skill at the time. Um, it was uh, this, but it's a, not even a keyboard. It's like four four separate random keypads. Like it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, I have a, a friend uh, whose dad was um, uh. Uh, drafted to Vietnam and uh, they're all in a room and uh, someone walks in like, can anyone in here type? And my friend's dad raised his hand. was like, I can type. And then boom, he was immediately given a very safe typing job. Like he didn't have to go anywhere. (laughs) Like he just typed and like, holy crap. Uh. Holy crap. (laughs) It was a special skill. I mean, I would be like, yeah, I can type and then just figure <laughs> then it out. Figure it out. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so um, the yacht was really a holographic projection and returned via bat boat to a buoy concealing a projector where they are trapped on the buoy by a magnet and targeted by torpedoes. Um that's where uh, this whole movie just feels like adventure serial after adventure serial after. Yeah. And Batman and Robin are fucking magnets stuck to a buoy. Uh, how will they get out of this one? They don't think of taking their belts off. Nope. But... Of course not. That'd be ridiculous, Zach. So uh, this is the part where the porpoise. <laughs> the noble suicidal porpoise. <laughs> If we had a Batman podcast, uh, because don't get me wrong, we have the worst name podcast for people finding our podcast, is my theory. <laughs> uh, I mean, we could rename it, honestly. We could. No one would care. Um, no. But my our Batman podcast would be Noble Suicidal Porpoise. <laughs> <laughs> 
the porpoise so the porpoise jumps in front of the missile right or the torpedo right, right to save them yes <laughs> and they they really take a moment to honor the porpoise which is good uh they use a radio detonator to destroy two of the missiles and a porpoise sacrifices itself to intercept the last one. <laughs> Which is so fucking fun. Everything here, there are so many moments um, where, like, a disaster is coming, which I think is true to the serials, right? Every serial would end on a cliffhanger, and then they'd just get out of it. Uh, The hero would be literally hanging off a cliff, and then something would happen, and then, like, the adventure would continue. Uh, And this does just feel like that. (laughs) Um so Catwoman disguised as a Soviet journalist Katania Irena Tatania Kikarenska Alisov <laughs> acronymed as Kitka uh, helps a group uh, helps the group kidnap Bruce Wayne and pretends to be kidnapped with him as part of a plot to lure Batman and finish him off with another of Penguin's explosive animals not knowing that Bruce Wayne is Batman's alter ego so we get an extended um Bruce Wayne, um, Miss Kitka romance, which Zach, I've said this a couple of times in like every now and again, like a further recess. I think my first, like not quite articulations of sexuality to myself, but like first, like, Hmm, interesting. (laughs) Came with Bruce Wayne macking on Miss Kitka. I was like, I don't know what's interesting about this, but I'm interested. (laughs) (laughs) oh i love that that's amazing yes great um i just have a couple notes that we skimmed over yeah uh i can't remember what it's in reference to but batman says that if someone does something i'll bash him brutally i will rend you from limb to limb I'll bash him brutally. Uh, there's a scene where they call the military. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, Batman. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey. And basically, Batman is like, you guys are really fucking stupid to the military. The military doesn't come off good in that scene. It's that's uh, I think we're uh, it's the 60s, man. Right, yeah, you know? for sure. It's the 60s, man. <laughs> um, uh, so this would probably go through the entire um, Bruce Wayne and Miss Kitka dating sequence, uh, including um, Robin and Alfred following uh, the horse-drawn carriage through the park. And <laughs> A, Robin is apparently not allowed to drive the Batmobile. he's a kid he's a kid uh and alfred is wearing a little domino mask (laughs) which is there's a lot of very funny mask work here of like why are you wearing why are you wearing a mask you know i don't do nothing they have like a hidden camera on batman and catwoman right yes and they're like let's not watch it because that's that's weird Uh, weird. maybe just a peek yeah (laughs) let's just we have to just we have to check something Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, there's even a bit where they get you. Know, Robin is like, no, 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 we shouldn't watch this. And like, a good idea, Master Robin. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So, uh... Okay, so it's part of a plot to lure Batman and finish him off with another of Penguin's explosive animals. Once again, the the explosive octopus. Uh, so, how do they know where the octopus is going to be in the water, Brian? I don't understand the logistics. It's, uh, it makes it Zach. You may not be as familiar with explosive animals as I am. It's uh, <laughs> it's pretty easy to actually keep that yeah, shit under right. control. I'm, what an asshole! I'm sorry. Um, you're right. It's I forgive you. I forgive you. (laughs) (laughs) After Bruce Wayne fights his way out of captivity, he again disguises himself as Batman, and the dynamic duo returns to the United Underworlds HQ. I don't remember the phrase United Underworld coming up in this movie. The Wikipedia has said that multiple times. Hmm. It's fine. Yeah. I know they, they talk about the United Nations or whatever the equivalent is in the movie. The... Right. No, the United Underworld as being a reference to the villains. Right. Um, okay. So the dynamic duo returns to the United Underworld's HQ only to find a smoking bomb. Uh, Batman is met with frustration, rushing all over the docks in hopes of locating a safe place to dispose, to dispose of the bomb, but does so in the nick of time. If you know one scene from the 60s Batman, it is probably Adam West running with the bomb. It's a it's, really good scene. <laughs> it is. He keeps running into these motherfuckers with the horns, like the trumpet and the yes, French horn. Yeah, a marching band. Just, and, yeah, he keeps, it's so funny. It's, and then it was like, there's two nuns. He's like, about to turn and there's two nuns like nope can't go that way and then he's just it's honestly i think it's a laugh out loud funny scene i've seen it hundreds of times by this point it makes me laugh every time is he finally he makes it to the ducks and there are ducks (laughs) it's so good uh it's dark dark knight rises wishes dark knight rises (laughs) wishes Uh, but some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Um, phenomenal scene. Uh, so the penguin disguise. This is as you can tell. This movie's all over the fucking place. Of like, now we're getting to the penguin infiltrating the Batcave segment. Yeah. Um, well, well, first the, did we talk about they they uh, dehydrate the pirate henchman? I oh okay, it, it's coming up. Um, okay. Okay, the Penguin disguises himself as the Commodore and schemes his way into the Batcave along with five dehydrated henchmen. Yeah, so they have this, before he gets into the Batcave, they shoot this laser beam ray gun that dehydrates them and turns turns them into little piles of powder, right? right. So they can rehydrate them later and sneak them into the Batcave. Right. And when they're, when they're scooping them up, the Penguin goes, uh, careful, every one of them has a mother. Every one of them has a mother. <laughs> I also loved that line. I've never yeah. like noticed that line before, and I loved it. Uh, <laughs> Just the little bit of Penguin giving a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah careful with that. Yeah, they all got, um, they got families. Um, they won't care that much later. Uh, okay, <laughs> so uh, there's uh, this is where we get the. Uh, the penguin as the Commodore um, eventually is like, can I have a drink of water? And uh, uh, Batman goes, the drinking water dispenser is clearly labeled camera whips and, or just moves. And it's like, sure enough, drinking water dispenser clearly labeled. (laughs) It's so fucking dumb. It's, 
there is something to, and I don't, it is truly the shit I find the funniest is the dumbest, most obvious humor. And I don't know how to channel that for myself. If that makes any sense into my own work of like, it, it can't be that easy. Right. <laughs> Just right. The, um, uh, I spent New Year's Eve playing uh, Quiplash with some friends at a house we rented. Uh, and uh, are you familiar with Quiplash? Remind me. I think I have played it, but remind it's me. A, it, it's a video game, right? It comes up on your TV. It gives you a prompt. You write a punchline. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, it okay. puts the two punchlines. So the way my friends and I play uh, is it generally has to be a... We're done. This is dumb. We're better than this. I'm ironically detached from this, but still giving the funnier answer. <laughs> and also, it's very important to me that I give the funnier answer. <laughs> but I can't right. engage with the joke genuinely. <laughs> I have to be. This has to be beneath me. And it has to be clear that this is beneath me, uh, which is a terrible way to live your life. Don't do it. <laughs> um, and how much I hate not just being able to make the, the, the they're often set up for very clear punchlines and i just want to strike those man there was no point to this story i'm sorry well you just have to you have to find a way to do that leslie nielsen straight face that's it you know that's the that's how you sell those jokes it's, it's just like there's nothing funny it not yeah it's just there's nothing there's nothing to note here i just said the thing i yeah. said that's yeah. the attitude you should have i just said the thing i said um Okay, the penguin disguises himself as the Commodore and schemes his way to the Batcave along with five dehydrated henchmen. This plan fails when the henchmen, I believe also the henchmen are numbered, which is funny. Um, <laughs> the henchmen unexpectedly disappear into antimatter once struck. The penguin mistakenly rehydrated them with toxic heavy water used to recharge the Batcave's <laughs> atomic pile, leaving them highly unstable. Batman, those can't be the same fucking thing. You can't have the drinking water and the highly <laughs> atomic yeah. water. That's not safe. That's not OSHA. Uh, like, don't clearly label it as drinking water if it's not. If that switch drinking water, what if you haven't flipped that switch back, <laughs> Batman? Um, I love how after these pirates die, Batman and Robin pour one out for the pirates. Absolutely, they take a moment. Like, you know, oh, they're dead. They're not coming back. And that's, I guess that's the lesson there. You know, you don't mess with Mother Nature. That's it. But they really are somber for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. The pirate's life for me. Um, also, when they knock the penguin out, <laughs> Batman <laughs> sprays this aerosol can, like, right in Burgess Meredith's yes, face. right. Like, I want to know, what, what what was he really spraying? Yeah, yeah, because it hits Burgess <laughs> Meredith in the face. Right, that's that's not good for you. That's not good for you. Okay, so ultimately, Batman and Robin are able to prevent the kidnapping of the dehydrated United World Organization Security Council, consisting of ambassadors from Japan, the U.S., the USSR, Israel, France, Spain, West Germany, the United Kingdom, and Nigeria. Thank you for laying all of that out, Wiki. Uh... 
giving Chase in the Batboat to retrieve them, and Miss Kitka, presumed by the duo as still captive, Robin uses a sonic charge weapon to disable the Penguin submarine and force it to surface, where a fistfight ensues. Sorry, we missed a so lot the, there. The the International Stereotype Council is yes. fucking rough. Yep. <laughs> really rough. It's rough, the rough, 60, rough, rough. it's 1966, <laughs> that's for damn sure. Uh, I believe, I believe... Israel is just going shalom, shalom. Yes, yes yeah. it's bad, man. <laughs> I also like when when they turned the pirates into powder. It was all the same colored powder, but the international community all has a, each have a distinctive color, mm. like pink or yeah. yellow or green. <laughs> I didn't put that together. You you are right though. <laughs> also, when they sneak into that building, Penguin is spraying people with his uh, like purple powder coming out of his umbrella, he gets more of that in his own face than he does in anyone else's. So I don't know why he doesn't knock out. He doesn't get knocked out himself. Right, right. Um, okay, so then we get a bit, the Batboat, um, they, uh, Robin just has a fucking gun he could shoot down into the water. Which That's like a bazooka, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Just fucking. Just like, hey, hey. Get up here. <laughs> that said, I do love that little hand. Anytime there's any kind of like effect, there's like a little like hand drawn over the film element. And I think it's really good. It's really cool looking. I like it. Um, okay. So although Batman and Robin come out on top, Batman is heartbroken to discover that his true love, Miss Kitka, is actually Catwoman when her mask falls off. We'll see this. We'll see the Batman Catwoman romance we will see play out many times over the course of this yes. series. I don't think this is one of the better ones. <laughs> no, but this moment where he finds out is fucking hilarious. It's, I mean, this is before it's time, this moment, in my opinion. He finds out, and then he kind of zones out for like 30 straight seconds, and we play like some romantic French music. Is that what it is? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's so funny, and it's like something you would see, yes, like, and I more th- modern. And I think it's paired with Robin going, "Holy heartbreak, Batman!" <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> and then after he zones out, you know, Robin's like about to say something. He's like, "Don't say anything else. You'll reveal too much <laughs> about my identity." Right? <laughs> but then he's over it right after that, he's like. Oh, well, got work to do. Got work to do. (laughs) It happens. Yeah, right. Um, Which, to be fair, roughly happens to Batman in between uh, Returns and Forever. (laughs) 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 Um, um, So Commodore Schmidlap accidentally breaks the powdered council members' vials and sneezes on them, scattering the dust. Batman sets to work constructing an elaborate super molecular dust separator to filter the mingled dust. Robin asks him whether it might be the wor- in the world's best interest for them to alter the dust sample so that no he- so that humans can no longer harm one another. In response, Batman says that they cannot do so, reminding Robin of the fate of the Penguin's henchmen and their tainted rehydration, and can only hope for people, in general, to learn to live together peacefully on their own. Um, so with... 
<laughs> With the world watching, the Security Council is rehydrated. We get, we see the world. It's the fucking end of Star Wars. With <laughs> success, success. Right. Yeah. Um. All members are restored alive and well, but continue to squabble amongst themselves, totally oblivious of their surroundings. However. Each of them now speaks the language and displays the stereotypical mannerisms of a nation other than their own. Batman quietly expresses his sincere hope to Robin that this strange mixing of minds does more good than harm. The duo quietly leaves the United World Headquarters by climbing out the window and descending <laughs> on their bat ropes. I mean, they even say, like, we should go. Uh, should we crawl out that window over yeah. there? I just love... <laughs> yes! Yes, because that's, that's what Batman always does, right? He's he's gone and the window's open. But I love. But I love getting to see of it, it of like, hey, right. it's time to go. Yeah, <laughs> should we crawl out the window over there? Right. Should we crawl out there? Which uh, I also love. I I do just genuinely love any Batman ending that is just like, and off to another adventure. This <laughs> uh, yes, totally. in the uh, in the serial format, it's literally like the living end is what it says. It doesn't. Say the end it says the living end which to be fair they're not wrong two more seasons on abc at eight o'clock yeah. you know of yeah. adventures of batman and robin uh zach overall your broad thought i know we have a start what do you broad a summation of your broad thoughts on this movie i mean as a movie i i don't think it totally works it's it's it has the same problem a lot of T- movie versions of TV shows have, which is like, I just wish I was watching the TV show. It's, you're sure. Right. I, I agree. I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it works as well in an hour and 40 minutes as it does in a half hour. It's a lot of. Sure. Like, if I saw this broken up in half hour increments, I probably would have been way higher on it, but I just sure. you know, sit, sit through this kind of comedy for it doesn't really sustain itself for an hour and it's 40 minutes. it's not great paced i zoned out for a little bit and like i'm yes. i'm coming i have like i said this was my consistent rental so i have more built-in affection for it i think uh but even then like there's the bruce wayne kitka stuff where i i zoned out for a little while you know <laughs> like it's it's you the pacing's not great it's not a great right. movie on its own right so as a movie that's my take but as a representation of just that whole interpretation of batman the tv show yeah uh it's a lot of fun and i just i have i have a great affection for that interpretation of batman as well i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i i think the conversation around this movie has changed. I'm like, this is where Bat Shark are pal, this is really good. So you're like, actually, it's great and it's so funny. Right. Uh, relax. Re- relax. <laughs> it's, I'm glad it's here. I really had a lot of fun revisiting it. Let's relax. Let's not build it up to something it isn't. It's no. It's I'm a, it's a movie ver it's the TV show in movie theaters. <laughs> it's 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 a comedy with like we take a break from the comedy for five minutes at a time to do stunt work and right, stuff. When, right, like, right, just, right. Just give me more comedy. Just, um, right, right. So yeah, so that's my take. Uh, was a lot of fun to revisit it after all these years. 
Definitely. It's um I and w- once again I think this is was such a fun place to start of I think the dehydrator ray reminds me of uh, the microwave emitter emitter from Batman Begins. Like I totally, think, yeah. Um, stolen from a yacht, which is in oh, Batman Begins. I think I think this this movie echoes, or at least this take of Batman echoes through the entire rest of this. It is. Um, and you've mentioned obviously with with uh, many of the performances. Uh, this is an important piece of the puzzle. So I'm glad it's here. I'm glad it exists. Really important. Yeah. Um, I, uh, there was some stuff that didn't come up that I'd love to talk about. Um, there, uh, is the, the TV show has like a famous bit where they, uh, scale a building and like, it's just them walking horizontally and then they tilt the image like vertically. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, in the TV show, that bit, usually someone would come out of the window and it was usually a celebrity. Uh, it was a celebrity cameo and it'd be like they'd interact with Batman for but I'm like, look, that celebrity is here for a minute. So that happens in the movie. And I'm like, who's this guy? That would be an interesting thing to talk about. I looked it up. That bit hadn't really happened yet. And this guy worked. He was a character actor, but like no one was like that guy. <laughs> oh, interesting. That was that would begin happening more in season two when like Sammy Davis Jr. would pop out of a window and be like, hey, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Sinatra apparently wanted to. It didn't work out. Um. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been something? Uh, oh, they should do that today. Gosh, we need a show where they do that. We today. need a show where they do that, man. Uh, none of the Mupp- the Muppets sitcom didn't work out. That would have been the big. Uh, right. Uh, no one else liked it. I liked that Muppet sitcom. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't uh, watch any of it, but um, no one did, and it got canceled. <laughs> It was an attempt to do the Muppets via the office, which is a bad idea. Of course. Of course it is. I liked it. Um, But uh, Jack LaLanne is uh, the man uh, who in the opening when they are in the helicopter and everyone's just waving at Batman. uh, Jack LaLanne is the guy on the building uh, with a bunch of bikini clad women. He was a famous like fitness guy. in the 60s have you have you seen arrested development yeah yeah. uh martin short's fitness guy uh who uh, is like uncle jack um if anyone's familiar with that that is basically parroting jack lalane oh okay um I think when the only other thing I really wanted to mention is inevitably, I think we do have to do a Batman awards when we've wrapped up Batman. Oh, um, yeah, we do. Oh, right. Best Batman. That's going to be tough. Okay. That's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Um, I wonder what you think might be in the nomination running. I'll say this. I think best Batmobile. I think this might make it. This is a nominee. Oh, I'm only saying nominees. Nominees. Yeah. I think it's for a nominee me, for Best Batmobile. There's a clear winner for Best Batmobile. But now that I think about it, it's going to be tighter than I than you. Th- yeah. This yeah, is a good Batmobile. It's a good Batmobile. 
There's been some really good Batmobiles. That's one of the things about God. I'm sorry to keep ragging on Batman v Superman, but oh, that's you, one of the things. Well, who are you apologizing to? <laughs> it's the only Batman interpretation where the theme song, the Batmobile, nothing is memorable. Nothing. It's all blah. It's, it's all nothing. all blah. <laughs> yeah, and not Whereas Affleck's. Other... Not Affleck's fault. No, but I'm just talking about like every other Batman interpretation has distinctive Batmobile, yep. distinctive Bat theme. Yep. Yep. We get none of that. None of that. People shit on the the latest one, the Batman, the Matt Reeves one. Um, it's a long movie. I'm not saying the script is great. Fucking phenomenal Batmobile sequence. Phenomenal. Hey, Maybe yes. one of the best Batmobile oh, sequences in any of these fucking the movies. I love the Batmobile. Yeah, it was a what a great decision to make the Batmobile scary. Seriously, <laughs> so smart, so smart, and the theme song is up there with the other ones. The it's, music that movie's so good, really good, and I'm really excited to revisit it. <laughs> yeah, people are wrong, and, and don't get me wrong. I think it was generally well received. My friends all didn't like it, and they're wrong and bad people. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, they are wrong. They're yeah, wrong. They are wrong. Um, so uh, let's see. Uh, Batman would go on to uh, to two more seasons. One hundred and twenty episodes, a successful run of any show. You know what I read today on the Wikipedia dive was that when it got canceled by ABC, NBC picked it up to make more episodes, but then they found out hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of sets had already been destroyed. And so they were like, God, got it. I believe there was also talk of firing Burt Ward and going just Batman and Batgirl. Ooh, which, you know, don't love that. Don't love that. (laughs) Um, that's interesting it's it's it would like that first season those first like 50 episodes that was where the sensation was season two budget cuts season three significant budget cuts um it petered to an end um um i think adam west became a little resentful of the role of he never really got much it's he found maybe some work later but he was mostly playing the guy who was batman um burt ward i think kind of a similar deal um it's uh that said uh I think they were also proud of the work they were done. We'll talk about it more next week, but Adam West was very upset. He wasn't asked to participate in any way in uh, Tim Burton's Batman. Oh, I didn't know that, but that makes, I mean, they were like, we want to get as far away from as possible. Yeah. 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 And he was, he was a little, he, I, he was upset. Um, it's, um, there was uh so yeah um he uh both Burt Ward and um Adam West and several other Batman cast members would reprise their roles in 2016 and 2017 respectively uh, at, uh in uh Batman animated films that would kind of uh reinterpret the 60s television series as animated films. I watched them both. They're both fine if you like the show. You know, it's a little like haha, yeah, that is what the show was like. They're not great, but they're fine. Uh the uh 2017 uh Batman versus Two-Face starring Adam West was Adam West's final role. And it's I kind of nice that it was hey. Batman and that you know yeah. like 
<laughs> he would have been Family Guy otherwise. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, and um, yeah, I enjoyed revisiting this. I had such a good time. <sighs> Zach, any final thoughts? I guess I guess we're ready to get out of here. No, no, I'm just trying to come up with a question for the Smallville gods about Batman. Should we still? I'm I'm not opposed. I was just thinking, like, I don't know. Should we do something different for Batman? Is that how we still close the show? I mean, we could. Do you have another Batman clip that I can interact with? I that's don't, what we. Need. That's what we need. That's we what we need me to interact with a Batman clip. Mm. So. Mm. Mm. Um. Yeah, we'll have to just keep an eye out, and then if should we, we just pretend like like let's just stop right here, and then when we record the next episode, we'll record the ending to this one. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, I'm going to be real with you. That's way too much work. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> let's. Uh, let's. You know stick. what it should be. You know what it should be, Brian. I got it. It should be. I ask a question to Batman, and every time I, I'll ask a question, and it'll just be, "I'm Batman." It'll be the answer. So that's exactly that's the it. bit. We just figured out the bit in we real time the on the show. There we go. There we go. Zach. Zach. Oh, no, we have such to go over first. Fuck you. Uh, okay. First off, hi. Thank you for listening to the Talent Mix. Thank you for uh, joining us for our Batman adventure. Hope this is fun because uh, this is what we're doing for the next like three or four months. Uh, two, there's a link in the description to our socials. There's a Patreon there. If you're, we are not in a million years expecting you to join that, we're so behind on any sort of bonus stuff. If you're inclined, it does help pay for the couple things we pay for to do this show. Uh, and it's very nice, and we appreciate it. Um, uh, and then also, if you want to design a Wheat Boy t-shirt, get in touch with me within the next three weeks. The timer starts when this show hits your feet. Um, if not, we got to look elsewhere. Um, Zach, do you have a question for Batman? Yes, Batman, I want to know, what is your favorite episode of Smallville? Good night, everybody.